Welcome back to the MedBullet Step 1 podcast. In this episode, we go over the topic of microanatomy of the lung from the respiratory section on MedBullets.com. Let's start with a brief overview about the microanatomy of the lung. The airway lining consists of pseudostratified ciliated columnar cells extending to the bronchioles. Mucus secretions are swept out of the lungs toward the mouth by ciliated cells. Smoking causes these cells to undergo metaplasia, and they are replaced by stratified squamous cell epithelium. Simple ciliated columnar epithelium extends to the terminal bronchioles. Ciliated cuboidal cells extend to the respiratory bronchioles. The alveolar sac is composed of pneumocytes. Note that macrophages clear debris in the alveoli. Goblet cells extend to the larger bronchioles but stop before the terminal bronchioles. Let's now review key concepts related to type 1 pneumocytes. Type 1 pneumocytes are involved in 97% of alveolar surfaces. They line the alveoli, they are squamous type cells histologically, they create a lining that is thin for optimal gas diffusion, and they form the blood gas barrier with pulmonary capillary endothelial cells. Moving on to type 2 pneumocytes, type 2 pneumocytes make up 3% of alveolar surfaces. They secrete pulmonary surfactant within lamellar bodies, and note that the main phospholipid in surfactant is dipalmatoyl phosphatidylcholine. Surfactant lowers the alveolar surface tension. Type 2 pneumocytes are cuboidal and clustered. They serve as precursors to type 1 cells and other type 2 cells. They proliferate during lung damage. The next type of cells are called club or clara cells. Club or clara cells are non-ciliated columnar cells with secretory granules. They secrete a component of surfactant, and they degrade toxins. They also act as reserve cells. Note that a lecithin to sphingomyelin ratio of greater than 2.0 in amniotic fluid is indicative of fetal lung maturity. Okay, so now that we've gone over the major points about this topic, let's go over a few questions to apply the information and get a sense of how this topic has been tested on past exams. First question. A newborn girl is rushed to the neonatal intensive care unit within minutes of birth. She was born at 29 weeks gestation. On physical exam, the newborn exhibits nasal flaring, intercostal retractions, and expiratory grunting. Her respirations are 80 per minute, and oxygen saturation is 62% on room air. A chest radiograph is obtained and shows signs of neonatal respiratory distress syndrome. This newborn patient's presentation is caused by a deficient production of a substance by what type of cells in the lung? 1. Alveolar macrophages 2. Goblet cells 3. Pulmonary capillary endothelial cells 4 type 1 pneumocytes, or 5, type 2 pneumocytes. And the correct answer choice is answer choice 5, type 2 pneumocytes. This premature newborn infant is suffering from neonatal respiratory distress syndrome, which is caused by reduced surfactant production by type 2 pneumocytes in the lung. Remember, type 2 pneumocytes are cuboidal cells clustered within the walls of the alveoli that secrete surfactant, which is composed mostly of lecithins as well as other lipids and proteins. Surfactant functions to reduce alveolar surface tension, prevent alveolar collapse, decreased lung recoil, and increased lung compliance. 
surfactant synthesis begins around week 26 of gestation, but mature levels are not achieved until around week 35 of gestation. Inadequate surfactant production causes increased surface tension within the alveoli and subsequent alveolar collapse, leading to neonatal respiratory distress syndrome. Let's now review the incorrect answer choices. Answer choice 1. Alveolar macrophages function to phagocytose foreign materials in the lung and do not produce surfactant. Answer choice 2. Goblet cells function to secrete mucins and do not produce surfactant. Answer choice 3. Pulmonary capillary endothelial cells function in gas exchange in the lung and do not produce surfactant. And finally, answer choice 4, type 1 pneumocytes are squamous cells that line the alveoli and make up the vast majority of alveolar surfaces. Type 1 pneumocytes do not produce surfactant. In summary, inadequate production of surfactant, which is produced by type 2 pneumocytes in the lung, can lead to neonatal respiratory distress syndrome. Next question. A 35-year-old woman presents to a preoperative evaluation clinic prior to an elective cholecystectomy. She has a five-pack year smoking history. The anesthesiologist highly recommends to discontinue smoking for at least eight weeks prior to the procedure for which she is compliant. What is the most likely histology of her upper respiratory tract's epithelial lining at the time of her surgery? 1. Simple squamous. 2. Stratified squamous. 3. Stratified columnar. 4. Pseudostratified columnar. Or 5. Simple columnar. And the correct answer choice is answer choice 4, pseudostratified columnar. This question assesses your knowledge of histology and cell biology of the respiratory tract. The epithelial lining of the respiratory tract appears on histology as pseudostratified columnar cells. Remember, pseudostratified columnar epithelia are typically in excretory ducts of many glands. The cells are all in contact with the basement membrane, but not all nuclei reach the surface. The cells can be ciliated or they can be goblet cells. Goblet cell secretions facilitate trapping of small particles that can be moved by ciliated cells up the respiratory tract and into the digestive tract. Let's now review the incorrect answer choices. Answer choice 1. Simple squamous cells are common in the body, particularly in large body cavities, the heart, and vasculature. It is not found along the respiratory tract. Answer choice 2. Stratified squamous cells vary in thickness and appear in areas of the body with high risk for wear and tear, such as the tongue or esophagus. Answer choice 3. Stratified columnar cells are not common. They can be seen in excretory ducts of the mammary duct and in large salivary glands. And finally, answer choice 5. Simple columnar cells are taller than they are wide. They can be found along the internal surface of the gastrointestinal tract. Next question. A 52-year-old man presents to his primary care physician complaining of an ongoing cough. He reports that the cough started one year ago after a bad cold and then never resolved. He feels that the cough is getting worse. Sometimes the cough is dry, but often the cough will bring up a clear to white mucus, especially in the morning. The patient has hypertension and peripheral artery disease. He takes aspirin and lisinopril. He started smoking at age 16 and now smokes two packs of cigarettes a day. 
He has one to two beers a couple nights of the week with dinner. He denies illicit drug use. Which of the following cell types within the respiratory tract is most likely to undergo metaplasia caused by smoking? 1. Pseudostratified columnar 2. Simple cuboidal 3. Simple squamous 4. Stratified squamous or 5. Transitional And the correct answer choice is answer choice 1, pseudostratified columnar. The patient is a heavy, chronic smoker. Smoking causes the pseudostratified columnar epithelial cells of the respiratory tract to undergo metaplasia to a stratified squamous cell morphology. Remember, there are various epithelial cell types that line the respiratory tract. Pseudostratified columnar epithelial cells are found in the nose, paranasal sinuses, nasopharynx, and the tracheobronchial tree. Cigarette smoke leads to tissue damage, and a chronic pattern of injury will initiate a multi-step process of histologic and genetic changes that results in metaplasia. The mucus-secreting ciliated pseudostratified columnar respiratory epithelial cells are replaced by stratified squamous epithelium. Let's now review the incorrect answer choices. Answer choice 2. Simple cuboidal epithelial cells are found in the ducts and secretory portion of small glands and in the kidney tubules. Answer choice 3. Simple squamous epithelial cells are found in the alveoli of the lungs. However, it is the pseudostratified columnar epithelial cells that undergo metaplasia. Simple squamous epithelial cells are also found in the lining of the heart and vessels. Answer choice 4. Stratified squamous epithelial cells line the esophagus, the mouth, and the vagina. And finally, answer choice 5, transitional cells are found in the urinary system. They line the bladder, urethra, and ureters. In summary, pseudostratified columnar epithelial cells of the respiratory tract undergo metaplasia due to the chronic injury from regular smoking. And that's all for this review about microanatomy of the lung. Hopefully that was helpful. This is the MedBullets Step 1 podcast, a daily audio review session by MedBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. Keep in mind that these podcasts are designed to go along with the topics on MedBullets.com, and in fact, you can listen to these episodes right on the MedBullets website or mobile app while going through the topic. If you've gotten any value from these MedBullets Step 1 podcasts so far, please consider leaving us a five-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Also, if you are not already, be sure to follow MedBullets on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for daily high-yield content. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all tomorrow, right here on the MedBullets Step 1 podcast.